the Black Wealth Summit was this past weekend in Landover, Maryland, about 30 minutes, 35 minutes north of where I live. Now, I've been to InvestFest past couple of years. I went to the podcast summit. I've been to Wall Street Trappers Recession Tour. No, don't get me wrong. All the events were, were amazing, were awesome. I learned valuable information and was just thoroughly entertained and educated in every event. Took away valuable pieces of information, were able to input into my business to kickstart everything that I plan to do and to execute on my goals. But this Black Wealth Summit, let me tell you, I got more than what I bargained for. Absolutely more than what I bargained for. And I wanted to discuss that in today's episode. But first, make sure you please click the link in the episode description before you do anything. But first, listen to these instructions. And then after you listen to instructions, go ahead and do what I ask you to do. Please, please, please. And then come on back to this podcast. But go ahead and look in the episode description and click the link for my YouTube page. I have a live show on YouTube that goes down every seven, excuse me, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. It is titled All In Society and Friends. And that means you. If you are a listener, you are a friend, you are part of the society, you are part of the community. So welcome in. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, I have a show that's pretty much just like the the breakdown of this show. We all go over sports, finance, health. We go over the market. I go over my personal portfolio. I go over my personal life. I go over my poker journey. And that's definitely there's more to come with that, especially next year. And then I bring on friends, family, entrepreneurs, poker players, co-workers who have their own businesses, anybody who can entertain or educate us, experts in their field or people that are passionate about something, so passionate about something, it is contagious and I want to know more. And just great people. So if you fit that description, give me a shout. My email is cpurchase at suitedsolutionsgroup.com and I will have my email in the episode description as well. So definitely reach out if you'd like to be on the show or if you just like to tell me anything. You can also check out my website, allinsociety.com. Click any of the links. You'll, I will have your email and you'll be added to the email list and I will definitely uh, stay in touch with you and let you know about any products and services coming up soon. Episode of this podcast drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. At f- on Friday, I give it to you at 5 p.m. Eastern a little earlier. If you're into Instagram, you can check out my Instagram. It's at A-L-L all underscore I-N-N underscore C-P-2. All in C-P-2. In between the words, underscores. 
And please don't forget to check out my last episode. Um, I discussed Charles County and Waldorf, known as Little Vegas in the 1950s and 1960s. Little known fact, during that time, there were more slot machines, and there's more slot machine revenue in this county than it was in Las Vegas. So if you want to learn a little bit more about that, I was very intrigued. Definitely check out last episode. But today's episode, we're going to discuss the Black Wealth Summit, Apple's event tonight, Biden's AI executive order, Skims, Kim Kardashian's company, GM UAW agreement, excuse me, GM UA, yes, uh, sorry guys, GM UAW agreement, I talked too fast, I talked so fast, I thought I misspoke. Monday night football's game, the Detroit Lions are taking on the Raiders, and I'll discuss what I bought, what I added to my portfolio today. So dive it into it, the Black Wealth Summit. Amazing speakers, but before I get into that, the event is founded by Cedric Nash. And he had two amazing women working with him who were also on stage. Um, if I can find them real quick, I will definitely shout them out. I don't see it right this moment, but if I can find it as I go throughout this website, I will definitely um, share that information. But one thing I did want to note, I believe uh, an invest fest that the the state or the or the city of Atlanta acknowledged Earn Your Leisure for their contributions to the community and everything that they've been doing um, with Invest Fest and then everything else in the in the community and throughout the country and throughout the world for that matter. But none of these events or conferences had the governor of their state in attendance to speak. At this event, Governor Westmore, Maryland's 63rd governor and first black governor, came to speak and I I was definitely moved by his speech to the point that if this if this man is able to accomplish everything that he discussed um, in the state of Maryland, I think he will absolutely be um, uh, in the candidate in the running for a presidential candidate in the next couple of elections. So I, I look forward to to seeing what the future holds for uh, Governor Westmore, and I will definitely support him any way I possibly can uh, going forward. But like I said, there was also amazing other speakers. Uh, experts in their respective fields, numerous VPs and above from Morgan Stanley. And there's also Dr. Renee Baker. She stood out um, for me. Uh, she worked for Wall Street and was one of the most memorable speakers um, at the event. She, she has a, a TEDx talk. Um, I will definitely put the link in there. So definitely check that out. Um, talking about Um, just kind of inequality. You know what, guys? Let me put it up right now. I want to tell you exactly what it is. And the the speech that she, excuse me, she uh, it was about the racial wealth gap, 
and well, pretty much like I said, inequality um, amongst you know the the separation in wealth between African American household and a white hold is it, it it's so drastic. And I don't mean to harp on these, you know, these political issues or these these racial issues or whatever, um, however you look at it. Uh, but there's definitely there's such a need for financial literacy in the black and brown community or any underserved community, and that's the only way we're going to close the separation in the in the racial wealth gap. There's nothing that's going to be handed to us to say, oh, we apologize for making, you know, well, here, here you go. We'll make it up for you. No, that's not going to happen. Um, there's too many people in need. Everybody needs help right now. We're not going to. Um, so government spending money overseas with trying to fight off wars and everything that's going on in the world right now. So the only way that anybody, I don't care who you are, and let's we'll just take away whoever whatever color skin or whatever race, whatever that, whatever you are. As long as you're part of the society, you are on the same level and playing field as, as I am the way I see it. We'll strip that all away. We're all equal. We're all here to benefit one another. Someone who has less than you can, can benefit others that have more than them some way, somehow. So here, if you do have more than others, we, I'd hope you come in in the community and you can help those that have less than you. And that's what it's all about is building community and helping one another. And and Dr. Baker and her mission to to educate those in in her community and other communities is um I admire that and is really a a challenge that I that's what I'm embarking on. So um I look forward to speaking with her uh, more, hopefully in the future, and maybe even working with her in the future as well. Uh, she really, uh, she really had my my gears going into my head, um, and so I definitely uh, reached out to her, and hopefully uh, we can uh, either partner or she can provide any type of insight or just come on the podcast and um, talk to us a little bit more. That would be absolutely amazing. That's one of the things I asked her about. Um, so hopefully she's able to come on and provide some, some insight, um, especially about her experience in wall street. That was what I was really intrigued, um, to know her experience. She should probably write a, write a book. I think she said she was there for more than 10 years. So, um, it'd be amazing to hear her experience on wall street. The most beneficial tip I learned was uh, disregard the 200-day moving average. Concentrate on the 52-week low and buy distressed companies at the bottom, not at a moving average. Um, this was per financial advisor and senior VP Chris Swada from Swada Investment Group. Um, so even uh, some of the podcasts in the past, I've said kind of, you know, look for that 200-day average. And almost like the way I was looking at it and the way I've been executing is that 200-day average is a good place to kind of like buy. And yeah, I think it is a, a good place to buy, but why not wait for a better opportunity when it's really distressed? Excuse me. Closer to a 52-week low. And if everything, the same story holds true, the reason why you are looking at the company in the first place at that at that at, at that value at that price, then that's the opportunity to buy. That's your opportunity right there. 
Um, so that's it's kind of switched the mindset around a little bit because I was really more so. I saw a 200 day moving average and I was like, oh, yep, yep, here we go. Let's go time, baby. Let's go. But um, (laughs) Tesla is a great example of that. That 200 day moving average, well, the company is up. The company started the year in the hundreds and it's up and it hit to 300. So that 200 day moving average, eh, probably not a really good, comfortable place to, to start putting in a bunch of capital. And so I'm learning that the hard way. And I've been like dumped a ton of money in at these 200 day moving averages. Um, But I definitely could have waited till a day like today when the stock has dropped all the way down to where are we at? 100 and at the time right now, $198 and 45 cents. So we shall see how much farther it will drop. I don't really see Tesla hitting its 52 week low uh, this year. Uh, 52 week low is $101.81. Unless they come out and say that they are going to miss their, their marks for, I think it was production numbers the end of this uh, year. And if there is just a drastic, significant drop in um, sales or if the Fed rates rates higher or if the, the rates just continue to go higher one way or the other, that'll definitely um, push this down closer to a hundred dollars. But I don't really see in the, in the charts are um, saying $180 is pretty much where like the bottom. Now, if it does go past that 180 mark, then I'll look out. We are, we're now, we're heading towards that 101 probably. So, um, so those of you are Tesla investors or just interested in Tesla stock or just watch it or Tesla owners. Just something to be mindful of. Like I said, if you guys are consumers of the, of the product and it's a, it's a, it's a strong, decent business, you did your research, why not invest in it? Something I'm very, very excited about. I met the master investor himself, Ian Dunlop, at the Blackwell Summit. So he came to speak on Saturday. I also had a short conversation with him one-on-one um, about InvestFest and the relationship between poker and investing in the market. He 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 understood what I was saying, a couple of things that I, I was saying. Um, I discussed my podcast with him, a YouTube show, um, and hopefully in the future we can collaborate. Uh, that would be absolutely amazing for my uh, for my brand to to be able to collaborate and 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 have Ian on and get any of his insight. I truly uh, appreciate everything that he uh, he did um, at the Black Wealth Summit and taking the time to to talk to somebody like myself. All right, we're gonna get in a little bit uh, personal and deep part. Uh, so I, the event was was held at City of Praise Church in Landover, Maryland, and it was uh, it's actually walking distance from FedEx Field where Washington Commanders play. Um, the facility is is huge, and it it's it's beautiful. It's amazing. They have a lot of real estate in that area. 
But during this event, I believe the speakers spoke Friday and Saturday. And Friday um, really moved me to to attend church on Sunday. And I've been wanting to attend church, and I I haven't found a church that I really wanted to go to. Um, to be honest with you, I stopped looking after I really thought about it uh, earlier this year for um, a couple of reasons. And it just, I don't know, just sometimes it feels like some things aren't coincidences, you know? Have you ever, something just, a day in your life, it just, something happens, it just kind of changes the trajectory of your life. And it's just like, that's not, that wasn't a coincidence. There's, it just makes you, it's just reassurance that you're not alone. If you just, get down to your knees and pray. That's all that you really need. Sometimes, you know, I went out searching for, for something and all I really need to do. And I said this on, in social media earlier, I think yesterday was just, all you really need to do is just get down and pray. If you feel like you're stuck, you're lonely, you're by yourself, you're, you know, just get down to your knees and pray. But the pastor, um, like I said, was very impactful, moved me to to go to church. And this is really a great time because now I have the freedom before I worked in the casino industry. So I was working on Sundays and especially I was working on day shift. And, and then after on day shift, I was working overnight on grave shift. And that just was not a good a recipe for me to go do anything other than sleep and go to work and eat. Um, I, I was not a fan of that. I got into the the swing of things, but it's not a fan of that schedule. Um, but went to church, and during church, the pastor had me. Uh, it, he had me move to tears. I felt like he was talking to me directly. Um, sometimes it felt like he was looking at me directly, and you know, just kind of moment in my life, and you gotta sit and you know I did a lot of self-reflecting while he was really speaking and it just kind of like all hit me and so one thing he said is that it was very impactful is that and this is can be a demon it can be very literal the farther you away you get from God that's when you attract demons that's when the demons come around the further you away you get from God you are more susceptible to the demons Coming in your life, like the the mentors in Harry Potter, right? And one of the things he says is just key indicators you are drifting away from God. Is your mouth. You loose lipped. And that could be many things, you, you know, you every other word you you're swearing and one thing he mentioned was just anger. And that's something, and that hit home. And that was something that I always use as, and what I felt was my superpower, is that I had this this burning fire inside of me that the world was against me and 
And that's what I needed every single day to kind of wake up with that motivation to do whatever I needed to do. But that's not healthy. And I can find other ways to motivate myself, right? And, and just the acknowledging that and just kind of thinking to myself, that's an excuse, Claude, and you can't use that anymore. Because maybe it might drive some people out of your life. And that's just not a way that you want to be treated, right? Like you don't, you know, we don't want anybody talking to you with anger or just like, you you know, you want to be around pleasant people, not just people that are like filled with rage or just like this, this feel like the world's against them type mentality, right? And even though they might feel that way, just visually owning that and just living in that moment is not healthy. And so that's something I'm going to own and move forward. That's not something that I, that I think is, can, could, is going to be part of my life, nor do I want it to be part of my life. Kind of want to shed that, that anger, that, that hate or whatever you want to call it inside. Cause it's not healthy. So that was very impactful. Amongst other things that um, he mentioned um, to the point where I'm definitely will be joining the church and attending every Sunday I can when I'm in town and any other time, if I can get involved in any aspect of the, in the church um, to help others and to just to grow as a man, as a, as a man of faith, um, as a Christian, that's what I plan on um you know, that's what the goal is, right? Mind you, I've never been baptized. So. But I do want to give a shout out to Renee Johnson. Um, she is a member of the church and someone that I uh, kind of, I met and networked with at the at the summit. And I didn't know she was part of the church but until Sunday when I saw that she was there. And so I think she had a Philly jersey on, by the way. Um so she's been sending me scriptures and just really helping me out a lot. So I really appreciate that. So I'm going to give her a shout out to her. Um, church really just made me feel like I'm not alone. Um, a lot of times when I'm here in Maryland, because I don't have my immediate family's not here. And I have, it's if I have family has kind of like distant family, um, not someone I talk to on a regular basis. So it's, it's rough sometimes. Now I have people that I can call up, but as far as like, do I have a friend here that I can call up and someone that I, that I just like kick it with on a regular basis? No. And that's a little bit of my fault. I kind of don't let people in. I'm kind of just keep to my own pace. And I've always been that way. Um, to be honest with you, I'm, I like being by myself, but sometimes I get, you know, It'd be nice to have a little company, company, go out and do something with the guys or just with the group. doesn't have to be with the guys. Um, definitely not in the space to be entertaining any um, f- female attention right now. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I don't mind going out and having a drink or something, but no more than that. I don't, you know, hawking back and forth and trying to develop something that is not what I'm trying to do. Just kind of get out, have a drink, have something to eat, kind of just entrepreneurs, networking, something like that, that would be great. 
kind of like extent that I want to do right now. Uh, but it's it's nice to to feel like you're part of a family and part of something um, larger. All right, moving on from the deep stuff. Uh, now we're just going to kind of go over some of the news and sports for the day, but I definitely wanted to hit you with the deep stuff first. Number one, um, I want you to understand who I am as a person because if you're not, if you know, if you don't vibe with me, you're not going to listen to the podcast. But if you, if I provide a little bit more about myself and you, you know, you're vibing with me, you're going to probably listen to some of the stuff that in the grand scheme of things you probably don't care about. And it's on CNN and CNBC to kind of just gloss over. And if you hear it, you hear it. It's no big deal. But a lot of this stuff affects our lives. Um, and those folks that we were talking about before that um, are financially secure, more secure than we are, they are listening and, and they're going over these things. So these things that we should be going over as well. Not necessarily this first topic though, but the Apple event, Scary Fast is titled, um, the Apple event is titled. It's taking place at 8 p.m. tonight. Kind of a different time. They're accustomed to releasing these events. They usually do it around noon, uh, midday. Um, and like I said, analysts don't remember a time they uh, had to release this late. Uh, but most expect new MacBooks and possibly a new iPad for the event. Biden's executive order. So Biden unveils U.S. government's first artificial intelligence executive order. Something um, I think us as U.S. citizens or citizens, any citizens around the world would like to see a little bit of regulation, right? Or regulation on um, artificial intelligence. Because some of the um, articles and things that I'm reading, some of the, if you listen to one of the past episodes, I discussed one of the godfathers of artificial intelligence, and they are discussing that they don't really understand how the AI works. And so if they don't understand the thing that they built, that is scary to me, and there needs to be some checks and balances, and we just need to get a grip of this. We can't just let anybody build these AI tools because they will build something dangerous that will threaten our existence. Maybe I'm a little scary because I'm talking about Terminator, but I just think checks and balances are definitely necessary with something so powerful as this. Um, So some of the key components include creating new safety and security standards for AI, protecting consumer privacy, advancing equity and civil rights, protecting consumers overall, supporting workers by producing a report on the potential uh, labor market implications of AI, promoting innovation and competition, working with international partners to implement AI standards around the world and developing guidance for federal agencies to use and, and the procurement of AI and speeding up the government's hiring and work workers skilled, uh, workers skilled in the field. I copy and paste this y'all. So some of this stuff is kind of wonky the way they wrote it. I, I didn't read like the, the, the full blown details on it. I'm um, just kind of wanted to give you the main points of what they're focusing on. 
Uh, but I thought it was definitely very interesting. This one, the advancing equity and civil rights by providing guidance to landlords and federal contractors to help avoid AI algorithms, furthering discrimination and creating best practices on appropriate role of AI in the justice system, including when it's used in sentencing, risk assessments and crime forecasting. So I'll, that end last sentence kind of struck me. What do you mean that they are using AI for a sent- sentencing? Like, is that something that's been going on? They, they're they using AI tools to compile some type of data to help you determine a sentencing for somebody? And for crime forecasting, like, I'd like to little, know a little bit more about that. Like, what's going on? Um. So, uh... I thought that was rather interesting. I posted the article if you want to read it a little bit more thorough. But y'all, I am your NPR. I am your local. I am your local news. I am well, not your local news. It's more so national news or worldwide news. Um, but basically, I want this podcast to be. Hey, I'm driving home from work. I got about fifteen twenty minutes. What happened today? I don't want to listen to NPR. NPR is pretty boring. But Claude usually is talking about the same stuff NBI is talking about, and I like him too. So let's see what let's see what news is. Uh, what what news do we have today? So I hope you're appreciating this and enjoying it so far. Now more lighthearted skims, NBA Kim Kardashian skims and sponsorship deal. Um, so this is pretty interesting. And I have the article posted um, for you guys to view as well. Skims is dropping a men's line and partnering with the NBA. I think uh, on the page, there was a couple NBA, yeah, NBA and NFL players already on the page kind of showcasing uh, some of the products they are releasing as far as the men's line. If you're not familiar with Skims, uh, Kim Kardashian is a co-founder. Skims is a solutions-oriented brand creating the next generation of underwear, loungewear, and shapewear. I know women go crazy. Uh, my my ex had some of these. She looks like she uh, she enjoyed them. Um for what it's worth, take that for what it is. She bought everything, though. So, uh, The deal with NBA will make Skims the official underwear partner of the NBA. Interesting. Uh, the three-year deal includes WNBA and USA Basketball, which I think that's key. Uh, the NBA is also considering an equity stake in Skims. So maybe seeing more... Uh, we have more Kim Kardashian Skims line um, while you're watching the NBA. Um, commercials, things like that. GM and UAW come to a tentative agreement to end the labor strike. After landing deals with Ford and Stellantis last week, GM finally comes to a deal with UAW. Um, how will the deals affect Tesla and the future EVA, EVs? Time will tell. Uh, I personally think um, from information that keeps coming out that the the other companies aren't going to be able to keep up with EV sales. They're pushing back their um, their investments and their projects. And I think Tesla is just going to go full steam ahead. Uh, whether that hurts or helps the their investors, um, I'm an investor myself. So stock market, the stock's been dropping pretty significantly today. So hopefully it doesn't crush the stock too much. We need the, these rates to go down. Um, so does not hurt in Tesla's margins so I can start making some money, please. My portfolio. 
So today I added Bank of America as my ninth stock in my portfolio. I'm a Bank of America customer and I use many of their products and services. So why not? Right. It's uh, I did my research uh, and <clears throat> Warren Buffett. This is his second largest holding. So I feel pretty comfortable. I got it at a 52 week low or as close as possible as I could. Um, and Bank of America is a strong company. I hold the, I plan to hold long term. Uh, so I currently have 20 shares and I plan to add this company to the 100 share uh, group alongside Roblox, Coca-Cola and Disney. Roblox already have over 100 shares. Uh, Coca-Cola, I think I'm about 22 shares shy. And then Disney, I really just started that position. But I'm going to start to gradually add money into Disney and definitely hold over 100 shares in Disney. They're going to turn this thing around. I have faith. Just hopefully there's not a lot of turmoil uh, left over for them before they start turning things around. Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Raiders are coming into town. They are taking on Detroit Lions. My Detroit Lions. Uh, Lions are looking to rebound after terrible uh, road loss to the Ravens. Uh, and Ravens are far from a contender, but Lions are still without star running back David Montgomery, so this should be an interesting game. Number one wide receiver for Detroit, Amon Rossi Brown, was added to the injury report late uh, last week due to an illness, so we'll see uh, how that's going to impact him today. And I am not touching this game um, as far as betting, and I hope the Lions can come out ahead. And to conclude this episode, uh, Washington Wizards are one and one. Go Wizards! They held down home court. Um, excuse me, home court on Saturday against the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are pretty banged up. They don't have John Morant. Um, they lost Stephen Adams, their center for the, I believe, probably for the for the year. Jordan Poole is the leading scorer for the Wizards uh, with twenty seven points. Corey Kispert came off the bench. He was five for ten um, from three point from deep. And he had 22 points off the bench. That was a heck of a game from him. Kyle Kuzman with the double-double. He had 21 points and 13 rebounds. Um, tonight, the the Wizards are taking on the Boston Celtics um, at home. And this will be the first game since... Uh, this will be the first game back for Porzingis in Washington. I do not see the Washington Wizards winning this game. They'd have to shoot probably... 50% from three-point line for them to win this game, or Boston would just come out just like really cold. The, these teams are night and day, um, but I'm sure it would be fun to, a fun game to watch, at least the first half. It is Monday, so we're definitely going to go over the mantra today. I appreciate you, guys, appreciate you for listening um, so far. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, Please um, share. Please leave a review. I truly appreciate your support. So the mantra, I am an unstoppable force embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks, and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. 
Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. And together, family, let's rise and take it to another level. The disclaimer for today's episode, the information provided in the show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with the qualified financial advisor before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves, involves risks, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations, and by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. Remember, y'all, life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability. And I promise you'll come out ahead. Have a wonderful week. Happy Halloween.